Hey everyone, it's Katie, and you're listening to How to Talk to Your Kids and What to Expect. Hello, it has been forever, and I am finally home alone, which should give you kind of a window into my life. <laughs> okay, that's a little dramatic. I've been home alone a couple times, but <clears throat> I mostly just sat quietly looking at the ceiling, <laughs> enjoying silence. So today I have energy, I'm happy, and I'm home alone. So it's a perfect trifecta to talk to you guys. I miss you. So many things have obviously happened since the last time I was on here. Um, but I'm going to skip all of them. We can come back to it. Because right now I want to talk about teenagers and sex. I've kind of gone over it again, but at the current moment, uh, my son has a beautiful 15-year-old girlfriend uh, who he can't keep his eyes and hands off of. So let's dig into it. Every parent's worst nightmare, right? Okay, so let's just kind of start from they were supposed to be doing homework one day. Obviously, they weren't. Uh, my son was at this girl's house unattended, breaking the rules of the mother she gets home and the two of them are making out on the couch. <laughs> oh no. And so this isn't even the this isn't even the stressful part. So she calls us, we rush over, we have a talk with our son for breaking the rules. She has a talk with her daughter. Um I'm going to uh, Okay, we'll come back to it. She has a talk with her daughter. We have a talk with our son. We have a talk with them both together. Everybody's out. They're punished. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. We bring him home. He's grounded. She's grounded. Whatever. Actually, um, he wasn't really grounded. He just lost a lot of trust and got a bunch of lectures. Um, because that's how we roll is that you're just going to have to hear about the truth now for lots of hours. And that's on you. Wah, wah, wah. Anyway, so all is well. Uh, a couple weeks goes by, a couple months maybe. I don't even fucking know. I don't care. <laughs> it's a it's a childhood relationship, so I'm not super invested. Um, anyways, slowly but surely, they both get all their privileges back, and now we're here in the present. So <clears throat> I am sitting on my couch, uh, and my phone starts ringing off the hook. I mean, like, six missed calls in a row. Now... <laughs> This is not fucking okay. So, um, this is kind of what I want to talk about. This whole thing is going to all tie in together, I promise. But I'm going to take it step by step so it makes sense to you at first. Because Katie has a real problem with that. Um, so, she calls and calls and calls and calls and calls. I don't answer. Because pfft, I don't answer my fucking phone. You could call me if you want. But I'm not answering it. Um, number one, it's always on silent. Uh, so that I won't answer it, so that I can be a good mom and not constantly answer it. And number two, I don't want to fucking talk to you guys. <laughs> no offense. I don't want to talk to anybody. So the phone is on silence somewhere else. If I want to talk, I'll call or we'll text and say, hey, girlfriend, I wanted to call you. Anyways, this is all about Katie being an annoying bitch. I get it. But now I don't answer the phone. So I'm talking to my husband, who happens to be out of town, on the phone. And he says, you better answer it before she shows up at your house. And I say, that's ridiculous. No one would do that. <laughs> and he, while I'm on the phone with my husband, there's a ring at my doorbell. So I think you can all uh, kind of catch up with me there. She shows up at my house. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> Katie is a bitch. So um, 
I am, I am, I am very friendly, but do not fucking show up at my house. I have some boundary, hard boundary lines due to a family without even the re- a remote hint of the word boundary or what it could possibly mean. So I'm a psycho about my personal boundaries. So she shows up. I fling the door open and say, what the hell do you want? <laughs> Which she was not expecting. <laughs> So no one would, no one would, right? Um, I feel like I would expect that if you sh- if I showed up at someone else's house, but that's just me. So now you're just getting an insight to how I'm kind of a bitch. Fine. Okay, so I'm not embarrassed by it. So I tell her, this is not okay. You can absolutely not show up here for any reason except for if your child is pregnant or missing, which <laughs> I am so... <laughs> Happy to report she got to inform me that her child was, in fact, missing. So I had to fucking swallow that. But she wasn't missing. What happened was mom comes home, finds my son and her daughter FaceTiming nude in the shower, then beats her ass, then girl runs out of the house, throws on clothes, runs out of the house. Girl is now missing. So she's got, she's not fucking missing. When I mean missing, I mean the police. You've called the fucking police. This is a for real search. You need some, like, throw down bitches to have your side and go check a field. I'm down for that. But I am not down for, oh, no, emotional fight, right? Well, maybe not. I don't know how you guys feel. I'm telling you all this so we can all learn together. Okay. So I say they are 15 years old. I don't give a shit about this. This is not an emergency. You can't. That's not what I said. I I don't even. My doorbell caught it. So I actually do have it on camera. But I don't want to share it. And it's gross. Because it has my bitch voice in it. And my bitch voice makes my stomach turn. So. (laughs) It's gross. (laughs) I think you guys have heard it though. Because I do act it out sometimes. So anyways. She's there. She continues on. Telling me about how her daughter ran out, they got into a fight, and she wanted to make sure that her daughter didn't get there first and tell me a story that would get me all up in arms and whatever. To which I I replied, I don't fucking believe children. Are you serious? I don't believe shit kids say. I believe everything everyone says, but I will check that shit out myself. I'm not going to just emotionally get all in turmoil over something a 15-year-old girl says, which is back to the topic of this uh, thing. But anyway, so she's over there. She's, uh, she just keeps going on and on and on about herself and about herself. And y'all, I'm getting so fucking triggered because this bitch is for real acting like my mom. She is whining about herself, how everything affects her. And she really wanted to get out ahead of the truth so that she could make the truth what she wanted it to be. And this was very clear to me, uh, mostly because my Bitch, surprise me at home. You're going to get a totally different Katie versus... Also, I just want everyone to know that I use the word bitch to mean woman. It is derogatory. It's something I can't stop doing. I'm sorry. I was raised trashy. I I love it. Okay? I love to say, bitch, this bitch, and I probably won't stop. And I'm real sorry if it's offensive because I don't mean it to me. So anyway, I'm just trash. I hope you find it. (laughs) You find it in your heart. Just forgive me. So anyways... She keeps going on and on and on. Then she says, I'm just stuck in the middle. To which I lost it, y'all. I lost it. And I said, that's not what I see. And since we're not friends, I'm going to tell you this. Your child is stuck in the middle. You and your husband, your ex-husband, keep pulling her 
between the two of you. I saw it when she was over here at my house the other day, clear as day. And what you did do was you just kept calling her and calling her and calling her and calling her until you got the answer that you wanted. And that's not okay because that's what you did here to me today. And that is not okay. She didn't like that, y'all. God damn it. Of course not. And I don't even know what else I said because I was angry. But it wasn't like vicious. I'm not trying to ruin a mom, dude. That's not what I'm about. But this bitch was overstepping. So <clears throat> I said it. I felt kind of bad, but not really. Again, it's like 830 at night and this bitch showed up at my door. Um, so then she says, I'm so sorry that I don't get to stay at home all day and give my children attention. To which I replied, that's not what this is about. In that voice, because that's not what this was about. And I was getting ready to fight. Um, I was done, and I didn't want to talk to her anymore. So, also, she was wrong. So, I turned around and said, fine, if your daughter shows up here, I'll take her back home. And I shut... Oh, then she said... I'm sorry. Then she said, I'm sorry, I don't have a husband at home to help me. So, I knew that's when it was over, and we were getting petty, and I shut the door. Because... Well, we'll come back to it. Sorry. Okay. So all this happens, I shut the door, I go inside, I tell Hunter, Hunter says, I already know because I was listening to you through the window. <laughs> Dude, totally, same. I would have done that same shit if I was 15 and my boyfriend's mom was outside fighting with my mom. That would be a, oh my god. So anyways, he's caught up. At that very second, there's a knock on my door. So I put my water bottle down and I tell my son to be ready to call the police because now she's about to get Florida because I'm coming back to the motherfucking door. So I pull the door open. I'm so angry. And I see the daughter crying in the front yard. So I had to bring my adrenaline from 100 down to zero. And I was like, get your ass in here. I, I actually have that on camera too, which um, is hilarious because the doorbell caught it. And I was like, no, ma'am, no, ma'am, get in here right now. No, ma'am. So my husband texts me and he's like, go easy on her because he's out of town, but he can see it from the doorbell. He's like, go easy on her, be sweet. And I was like, of course I'm going to be sweet to her. But at that moment, I just hadn't, I was just, why is this drama at my fucking house? So I bring her inside. She's crying. She can't wait to tell me about how her mom beat her ass. To which I respond. Baby, I know, and I'm sorry, but you are wrong. You were naked on camera. You are a minor, and that is a federal fucking crime. Uh, it's not okay. But, you know, and my son is now there because he's obviously come downstairs by this, all this chaos. Or came into the back room. Anyway, he's talking to me and, oh, damn, now I lost it. Hold on. So he comes in and I tell them both that they committed a federal crime and that they're both minors and that this shit is not funny. And I'm, she's like, please don't make me go home. I say, oh, sis, you're definitely going home, friend. This is, you're wrong here. Y'all were doing something wrong. Okay, you're both minors. Y'all were on whatever, I, blah, blah, blah. So I give her a lecture, blah, blah, blah. I say, say goodbye to you guys. Say goodbye to your girlfriend. I'm going to get in the car. I get it started. I get in the car. I get it started. She ain't coming out. She's not coming out. Still nothing. Where the fuck is this little brat? So I'm like, oh, hell no. So I get out of the car and I go inside. I can't find anybody. They're not in the front room. I'm freaking out. I'm like, what the hell? No, they fucking did not disrespect me like this. So I'm like on the hunt. And I find them in the bathroom. And she's shaking and puking a bunch. So at this point, I'm kind of a dick. 
And I am irritated as fuck because drama, emotions that allow you to control yourself and make terrible decisions, I will judge you for that. And I do it and I judge myself for it. And it's the reason I am married to a person who is just so even keel (laughs) and calm because I judge you for not being able to control your emotions. Um, And again, in parentheses, for real, judge the shit out of myself. Okay. So... I bring her, I, I say, honey, I don't want to be an asshole, but we have to go now. Because the longer you stay in my house, the longer I am culpable for some shit I don't want to be culpable for. This is not, I don't want to be an assess- accessory to this. Let's go. So she's not very happy. Hunter's not very happy. I don't give a fuck. Because if I show up looking for my daughter again, and she's in someone else's house that I told was missing, I'm going to go batshit crazy. <laughs> so I understand. So I'm like, get in the car. So we get in the car. She says, mom chokes her, hit her, slammed her down, etc. I said, baby, this is a true story and I want you to just hear this real quick. I yanked Gage off the top bunk of a bunk bed one time, screaming at him. I was going to just, ex- just explode and scream and beat his ass. And the reason was because he got into a fight at school. As it turned out that fight he got into at school was because he thought I was mad at that kid. So I came out looking like a real fucking asshole. And that is a true fucking story. And I have to live with that. And that's what I told her. That has never happened again. I felt disgusting with just disgusted by myself. It's a horrible behavior. And the second I saw that baby's eyes, I knew that. And that was kind of a big turning point. So that's a, a true story. is a massive turning point in my parenting. And so that's what kind of popped into my head right then. So I told her that. And I said, now, baby, I specifically make a lot of noise because my biggest fear is to find one of my baby boys with his dick in his hand with a camera on it. That's not funny. That's not cute. Um, I would have lost my shit. I would have lost my shit. And I can't be promised. I can't promise what I would do. Which is all a lie, you guys, because I know I would not fight them anymore, but we'll we'll come back to this. This is all, let's get to the end and then we'll go over the notes. <laughs> My recommendations for fixing this situation. Anyway, so I tell her, moms lose it. It's really hard to see your babies doing something like this, et cetera, et cetera. I'm not going to judge your mom based on this one exact thing. And maybe you shouldn't either because this is a, you know, maybe you should go talk to her. She's a girl. She's clearly had a divorce, so she knows what it's like to like the wrong boy and just constantly make bad decisions. She's not a monster. She has a vagina. You have a vagina. Talk to her. I love him. I can't stop thinking about him. I want to see him. Like, open communication is what's up, people. So, anyways, tell tell her she can do it. She's bright. She's brave. She's like, well, I don't want to go there and have to, blah, you know, it's not a fun time. I'm, I'm dropping her back off in a hornet's nest that she fucking kicked. This isn't a fun time for her. I am understanding of this. So I say, baby, you're going to do it just like every other woman before you. Just like you're going to do when those contractions come for that ass and you can't do anything about it. You're going to take deep breaths and you're going to stand there and you're going to take it and it will be over. And I promise it will be okay. This feels like it's so important. It's so intense. Your whole life is wrapped up in this. But it's just a fleeting second. You won't even remember it. It will be so insignificant. I promise it will get easier. You know, and plus they're 15. They're so close to being adults. They're so close to being done with their parents' shit. 
But um, I drop her off. Okay, great, fine. Next day at school, without a hug, by the way, so I just need to add that because I feel really shitty for never hugging her once when she was here. So anyway, um, so I drop her off, whatever. I go home. I don't care anymore. I'm tired. I wanted to be sitting on my ass the whole fucking time. And the reason that she got such a bitch was that I haven't had any time alone with Hank or Magnus in a long time. Actually, now I've had like a whole week, but whatevs. We'll talk about that later. And this was my moment to have that. I was sitting on the ground with them. We were about ready to play. We were about to do it. It was awesome. And she interrupted, you know, after I got off the phone with my husband, I was going to, whatever. So I'm like, okay, bye, honey. I want to play with the boys, whatever. And then she starts calling. So I was extra pissed that she ruined my fun time with my dudes. So my stomach's growling. I don't know if you heard it. Um, anyways, so all is done. Well, then the next day at school, Hunter comes, or the next day at school, Laylee and Hunter are gossiping and having a good old time. And she tells me about how her mom, uh, or I'm sorry, she didn't tell me. She told Hunter. I'm making huge mistakes here. My bad. Sorry. I'll, I'll get it together. Okay. So through the gossip vine, anyways, I hear that mom thinks I'm some stupid, white, pretentious bitch who gets to think this way because I live in a fucking house and some dude takes care of me and blah, blah, blah. And why should I even get to have an opinion on it? He's not even my real son. Blah, 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 blah. Okay. So all this comes back to me via my son. Obviously, because it hurt his feelings and he was like, that's not true, but, you know, whatever. Fine. So he comes to me with this and I say something I'm really proud of because holy fuck, I'm becoming a big girl lately. I say, Hunter, that's some shit she said to her sister on the phone. If I got judged for the stuff that I said on the phone when I was talking to people I care about, like my best friend, I would be humiliated. I act like a real fucking ass on the phone. I say whatever the fuck I want to her. We're besties. I'm just a disgusting monster there. It's a safe place. So if someone judged me based on what they heard me say in a conversation to her while I was mad at some other girl for besting me, I would be humiliated. So we're not even going to get upset about that. Let's just let that go, Hunter. I, it's not even... We never heard it. it wasn't even for us. Plus... Let's make sure the teenager there isn't playing us against each other. Because that's what teenage girls do the best. They're so good at that. They're so good at that. So we're not going to play mommy mommy against mommy here for sure either. Just in case that's, that's what's happening. So I think the kids are just upset and they're just having a relationship. And they think everything's really important to be honest. So notes. Let's go back. Um... Number one thing I want to talk about. Number fucking one. Why the hell did anyone think it was okay to barge in on a child using a bathroom naked? Unacceptable. Unacceptable. So as a child whose boundaries were fucking violated and the humiliation was used as comedy to her parents that shit's not funny it's not funny you don't come into the fucking bathroom you don't your child is naked gross stop you have no right to that so just first right out the gate that's what i want to say ew if you walk home and your daughter is in the bathroom talking to someone on the phone and you have a suspicion that they're doing something bad 
I'm cool, dude. You can beat on that door like Fred fucking Flintstone. I don't give a shit. But opening the door, violating that? No. Number two. And I'm so mad, y'all. We've been in so many therapy groups with other parents. So I apologize that my bitch voice is actually coming out right now. Because I've just had it with people treating their kids like they're their property. Or like they're idiots. (laughs) Katie's triggered. (laughs) Anyway, so... Blah, blah, blah. Number two. If you walk in on your child naked doing something bad by accident, let's say, putting your hands on them, physically assaulting them while they are nude is humiliating. And it is awful. And it is an asshole thing to do. And also, they're super fucking vulnerable and naked and you attack them and this is all your inability to control your own fucking emotions? No ma'am, no ma'am, no ma'am. So, all that is bad. Your teenage daughter or teenage son, I don't I mean, you know, whatever, I'm fucking, is going to, I've only been a teenage daughter. But the first fucking thing I would have done is also throw my pants on and emotionally, dramatically run out of the house. <laughs> so, this, my friends, is not an emergency. This is a parent overreacting to a child being a 15-year-old child. Um, and this is something I have definitely done. Not not in, not not invading their privacy, because I'm super weird about that. But invading their mental space or expecting them to react in a way that's not characteristic of a child. Um, so I'm guilty of that. And I'm not judging this mom. But what I am saying is that's not okay. So even if even if I did it, even if you did it, even if anybody did it, I'm going to say, whoa, time out. Not cool. Okay? Um, now we'll go to the calling me in an emergency. Just calling, 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 calling. Your family's emergency is not anyone else's emergency. It's not. Um, to which, when she got here, I said, and I mean... Are you fucking serious? I have five fucking kids and I am running a fucking house and I have other shit to do than worry about a teenage relationship. And that is the truth. And that is where my priorities lie and I'm not ashamed. (laughs) I'm not ashamed. So while one of those children is my children and my responsibility and I will absolutely make sure that he stays in line, your emergencies at your house are your emergencies. And so... If I was in this scenario, and this is just a joke between everyone, um, I wouldn't have bothered the friend's mom. Of course she's going to show up at her boyfriend's house crying all dramatic. She's a 15-year-old girl. And he's a sweet, sweet protector, lover boy. He's a—he's perfect. He's wonderful. I wish I had a boyfriend like that when I was 15, but I didn't. You know, the, everything's great. Everything's fine. Don't panic. That's, that's how I feel. So... Here's what I recommend, Mama. If I knew that was happening, I would have parked right around the corner from said boyfriend's house. And I would have waited. I would have waited for her to show up and I would have fucking legally snatched her ass, kidnapped her right back in the car. Say, get your fucking ass in this car right now and we're going home. Or 
if I had just beat her wet ass and she ran off on me, I would have probably apologized. Because by then I probably would have calmed down and realized it was all my fault. Because I'm, I'm explosive, but I'm reasonable. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's true. I'm so sorry. But it's explosion first, reasonable second. I'm trying to reverse, reverse. Um, so, that's how I would have picked them up. That's how I recommend you. If you know they're going there, just go there and wait for them. Don't involve anyone else. Don't. Blah, blah, blah. So this is where I'm going to start with kind of the picking apart. Girl, I was already doing it. But kind of the, the picking apart of, okay, so now she's standing. Let's go back to her standing on my front door. She said some things that triggered the fuck out of me that I want to talk about. Number one, when I was at her house the first time, she slut-shamed her daughter and made a massive deal about a hickey that she had on her neck. Um, I was not cool with it. It really bothered me. But... If someone got between me and my child, I would have beat their ass. So I did not step at that moment up for the girl. And I was really sorry. So kind of that's where we're at right now is that that was on my mind already. Then she shows up and says, well, we're just parenting her differently because she's a girl. Which fuck. Oh, my God. That got me so hard. I don't know why. I have a daughter. Okay. That's not fair. I don't talk to her. Anyway. So then she kept going, kept going. And then told me about, again, how she feels like she's caught up in the middle. And this is now where I want to just cut off on, on their story and just use them as an example. Because, number one, I'm not hating on her. And, number two, it's over. It's done with. I'm not mad. And now she knows my motherfucking boundary. That's fine. And <laughs> I called my husband a 10 out of 10 excited when she left because I felt like I finally stuck up for a fucking child. And I didn't keep my mouth shut. And so that's what this is all about now. So now we're kind of getting to the meat of the topic. And that is when you are emotionally immature, you are hurting your children. It's a fucking fact. You are bringing them down. So the emotional energy that mom had, had her so riled up that she just, the child is now just going to snowball downhill. It's ex they're explosive. They're number one getting attention and they'll take it if it's shitty attention. They don't care. They don't dis discern between the two. Um, and she is now here making it. She wants me to be as emotionally charged as she is about her life. And I'm not. Um, because Katie's been working on herself. And I'm keeping it in my bubble. And only helping and worrying about the things that I can touch. So, you guys like my poetry clap? What? <laughs> Lame. Love it. <laughs> anyway, so, <clears throat> she's telling, blah, blah, blah. So, her ex-husband is also, by all accounts, and this is all hearsay from a child, don't fucking trust children and their gossip. It's way more emotionally charged than it is in real life. So, but the two of the, the parents are constantly fighting, but I, what I've seen with my own eyes is that they both call her nonstop until she picks up. That is so immature and it is invasive to her. It's super, I don't know. I, it feels gross guys. And so if, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong, but Mm, no if it's that serious put a track tracking device on their phone or whatever we do to our kids i know where the fuck my kids are 
I don't give a fuck. They can suck it. <laughs> I don't care. I will tell them. Um, you know, there's there's ways to go about it. Like I, not that I'm fucking perfect. This isn't what this is about. Just I just always want to say that. Um, but like I'll like make them text me a picture of like them with like a parent in the background just to know like hey did you get there and are their parents home send me a picture. Um, to which by the way I I will say that uh, the the girlfriend taught me that you can just take a picture like on one day when <laughs> you're able and then send it another day which I was like damn y'all y'all are working so hard anyway. <laughs> I forgot it's like a whole thing to be a teenager. Gross. This is so much effort. Fuck. Anyway. Um, so. Oh, now I lost it. Hold on. I'll pause. Okay. So I had to remind her. Sorry, I'm trying to get my thoughts together. That her and her ex-husband are doing what she did to me, which was not okay to their daughter. Um, and it reminds me, all of this kind of stuff just reminds me of when we were in these therapy groups with other parents and it helped me see how I might be treating my kids. So that's why it's so important for me to share this stuff with you. I feel like, because it's so easy to see how someone else is wrong. It's so easy to see how something could be done better, but we cannot apply that to our own lives. We just can't. And sometimes we see things that open our eyes and that's the point of information and that's why I'm so into it is getting the word out, getting that information. Because the more you see something, the the more you learn. Knowledge is power. Yes. Anyway. So <clears throat> we were in this group one time and like this one dad in particular scared me. He was so intense. He was like, I have the computer in the living room and I stand over him and make sure she's got everything and she does her. And I'm like, so serious, y'all. His voice was like that. He was so fucking intense. I just wanted to run away from him and cry. He has a daughter. So, so do you. So do I. So do other people. Maybe you don't. Maybe you only have sons. It doesn't fucking matter. But that's a baby, dude. And so just like when you yell at your kid and you're like, fuck him. I can't even get this shit anymore. And your husband's like, whoa, bro, calm down. And you're like, fuck you. <laughs> and then your husband's too aggressive and you're like, bro, calm down. And he's like, yo, fuck you. You know, it's that's how it is. It's easier to hear. So by sharing this story, I want you to hear that by holding them so tightly and by treating them like prisoners by attacking by invading by pushing you are making them run away it's the i've had to go catch my kids because i pushed them away it's fine baby everybody's doing it it's fine i'm not judging i'm telling it's totally good but when we react this way when we're aggressive when we think everything is so intense and so important we're, I recently heard it described as explosive people, right? To the wall people. People whose emotions spread out in every direction. Watch the behavior panel on YouTube. Seriously, it's the best. But so these explosive people, they just take up space and their, their energy just goes and goes and ripples and it keeps knocking people over because the ultimate objective is to get what you want. In this particular example, what that mom wanted was to protect her own self-image and get over here before that daughter told me what she really did. That's how I see it. But I don't give a fuck. Because it's not my family. And it's not my problem. 
I told that child the words that I thought she needed to hear. I felt good about it. And I stood up to her mother for her. And that made me feel good. And then when the little girl got over here, I did not talk shit about her mom. I kept it on the up and up. And that's how I wanted to handle it. And so this is <laughs> when in, in our lives, when we handle it exactly how we wanted, oops, sorry, true to our own selves, we got no motherfucking problems. I have no fucking anxiety over it. I have no fucking stress. And I will tell everyone to their exact faces how I feel. And I was true to myself and I did what I fully believe in. And that is to stand up for all the babies. This baby was getting shit on and I couldn't stand to not say anything again. And I said it. And I'm proud of myself. And I recommend you always be exactly honest with yourself and your children. And we've had, I don't know if you've been listening or if you're new. Hello, sorry, this is a lot. <laughs> I bet a new person didn't even get this far, y'all. <laughs> I'm like, what is this bitch talking about? Anyway, so, but when we, when, okay, maybe I have enough time. Okay, I'm just going to go into the other story I wanted to share with you guys that I fucking nailed parenting this one time. But, um, oh, did, did I tell you guys about that time that Hunter hit Hayes? Ooh, I'll have to go back and listen. I don't want to re-bother you. But either way, when something happens that usually upsets you, something that usually just gets you totally off your goat, and you react in a way that you are proud of, you stay true to yourself, even if you have to deep breathe it, even if you have to breathe it out, even if you have to close your eyes like a cartoon person until you are ready to open them and look at the person in front of you that you want to fight, if we're talking about aggression here, obviously, there's crying and sadness and running away and all kinds of emotions that you could be feeling, right? But if you take a deep breath and then you address it in your pure form, how you really feel, you feel so good. And you know what? My babies heard that. One of them was spying on me from the window. And I'm proud of how I reacted. I was, I was so proud of myself for stopping it and essentially disrespecting this woman, which, by the way, I don't recommend. It's not cool. I'm just saying, you know, that's a dick move. And I would have reacted P.S. while we're talking about it. I would have personally attacked that bitch right when she got me too. I'm not better than this. I would have said, oh, really? You just stay at home all day? To which, you guys, oh my god. I was wearing a fucking jacket I got at Costco while grocery shopping. And my hair looked a fucking fright. It was like 8.30. Those girls half asleep. So I said, I should, I should have said, I told my husband that I should have said, bitch, does it look like I'm well taken care of? The fuck? <laughs> but that's not, that's not what I was about. It wasn't about that at that moment. Um, and to be fair and honest, I knew the words that I said to her were real and serious. And so I did expect some pushback um, because there would have been pushback from me had someone bested me. That's not funny. That's not cool. Nobody likes that. Uh, arguments and aggression are exhausting. This whole thing is exhausting. After she left, I was just fucking gassed. It's, it's, it's a ride that you're taking everyone on, whether you know it or not. So when you explode, when you go balls to the wall like that, and you allow yourself to lose your own rational thoughts, 
the most important thing I want you to take away from is that it's fucking up your kid. It's fucking up your kid. It fucked up my kids. I had to reverse, reverse. I still do it. I have to apologize. Uh, <laughs> recently, y'all, I waited for like 45 minutes at a shitty restaurant recently for a to-go order that never came. After a very, very, very long day where I just hated my family and I wanted it to be over. And if another person, because I, because I was so nice and calm all day, it was like a pumpkin patch day. So it was like, oh, wow, I love it. Oh, you painted it. Oh, good job. So I was just done y'all. And I waited and waited and waited. And when I had first gotten there, a girl said, I have an order for Kate. And I was like, oh, I'm Katie. And she was like, no, it's Kate. And I was like, okay. And I sat back down without saying, obviously, like, what is it? Mm. Um, no, I just sat back down. And she went back to cleaning. And then 45 minutes went by. And another lady came out. And she was like, whose fucking food is this? And she read my name. And I... <laughs> I did that. And I got up. I didn't do that out loud because I'm not a bitch. I got up. And I said, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. <clears throat> and I took it and I started to walk. And the lady was like, no, bring it back. Let's check it. Let's actually make sure it's yours. And I just started crying. I just started crying. And my kid had come in by now. So I've got Hunter, the 15 year old right here with me. And I'm just crying and trying to run away. I was just like, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, I, I'm so sorry. I'm just so tired. I can't. And I just left while she was yelling, ma'am, ma'am, ma'am. And I just left because I couldn't fucking take it. And my son, so, so the, the point of, of telling you that is that he has seen now a really dignified grown up answer and a really, <laughs> childish emotional i don't know what i just panicked i just failed as a fucking human being like does not compute computer shut down had nothing to, I, because if i opened my florida mouth are you fucking kidding me is usually the first thing that comes out of my mouth so that's trash that's garbage and we're trying to remove aggression and kind of well actually not remove it just move it to the back because it's okay to have a, a little bit of a bitch <laughs> don't push me <laughs> okay anyway but it's okay to have boundaries it's okay to have lines but i want my logical self to reply first and my logical self did not reply at that restaurant that day i just did not compute and i just shut down and so the important part is that your children see all of this honesty maybe honesty will be the fucking theme of this uh title today but it's just honest. Just be honest with them. I am an, I'm an idiot. I, I was so tired. I just, I couldn't. We've talked about it. And then as soon as they left, I had to talk with my son about boundaries and about, well, first of all, how child pornography is a federal fucking crime that's not even a goddamn game. What? So he had to hear that. But, and he lost his phone and all this other dumb shit I had to do. Being a grown-up is lame. But, you know, whatever. But it's important that you talk to them because there will always be a handsome guy who wants to sex your daughter. And there will always be a beautiful, sweet, smelling good boy who wants to sex. Wait, what I, I lost it now. 
your daughter. <laughs> Everyone wants your daughter. No. <laughs> oh, you get it. Okay, you get it. Everyone wants to have sex with your kids. Oh my God, I can't even. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, but there will always be these temptations. There's heroin for fuck's sake, right? We all have to say no to heroin every day. Some people don't. Some people do. We all have to say no to quitting our jobs and running away to Jamaica with a beautiful boy who bags groceries. You have to say no to that sometimes. <laughs> Girl, I wish. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, man. Anyway, so, but all of these temptations exist. There's a sexy guy who works with you. There's a handsome guy across the street. There's a beautiful lady who meets at the gym in her tight clothes and does an elliptical a way that makes you think that your wife is going to divorce you if she knew that she could read your mind. Whatever. All of these temptations, they're everywhere. And the only way to get our children to see them for what they really are, I almost said is, what they really are, is to stay calm and present them as such. So while you think this is a good idea, or while everyone else is exploding and the whole world seems to be too much, your kid is going to look at you. And if you're not fucking standing still with your feet firmly on the ground, ready to calmly help, it's, it's not gonna, it's not gonna go well. Um, and I'm learning every day that, um, I've been learning every day that you've been learning that every day. Everyone's been learning it every day. We just have to constantly remind ourselves, but it's true. If you are not solid, if you are not where you're supposed to be with your integrity and your dignity. And by that, I mean emotionally exploding into another family. That's gross, y'all. That's annoying. I'm, uh, it's trash. Your emergencies are not other people's emergencies. <laughs> I guess I'm a dick. But, I mean, my, obviously your, you know, sister's emergency. J just like she called her sister to bitch. And that's correct. Her sister was there for her. That's her dog. That's what's up. She should have called her to go find her daughter in the woods. That's what's up. That's your dog. That's your crew. That's who you call. But as far as outside of people that you rely on daily or whatever, vice versa, this is not, you can't take your stuff over there. And I see a lot of that when it comes to parenting. I see a lot of that in our new area, maybe because we're now in a, um, kind of like more suburban setting and all the houses are super close together. Whereas in Maryland, we were, you know, each had three acres. Um, so we were a lot closer. We're kind of dealing with a lot of different people. And that, it's actually fantastic because it's opening my eyes and I, I'm really glad to have it. But um, <clears throat> in this case, this reminder that I want to give you is to number one, not judge. Please don't judge other parents. Because just like I told that little girl, if I'd have walked in on something so horrific, I have no idea what I would have done. I have no idea what I would have done. Um, she's not my daughter. I don't know her. I'm not her mother. And her mother is right. Some motherfucker does take care of me and I do get to stay home all day and I do get to make this my motherfucking job. Okay. She's right. I'm not going to fight her. Some motherfucker does take care of me, y'all. Mmm. Love it. Anyway. Um, but <laughs> no, I don't. Anyway, <laughs> I couldn't even fake it. <laughs> Anyways, that's not the point. The point is that woman to woman, mother to mother, father to father, son to son, whatever. These are the people that matter. 
You shouldn't be beating their ass. You shouldn't be invading their privacy. You shouldn't be treating them like they are prisoners. They're the only people you should be honest with. They're the only people you should be patient with. And they're the only people you should trust and give trust to. Because in the end, what you're working towards is something far more beautiful. You want a well-rounded adult who can handle their problems, who is calm, who is happy, and who is loved. And when you react as the ex explosive people, as you can imagine, you start to attract other explosive people. And now what we all have in common is that we're all just emotionally explosive and we're all fucking up our kids together. Yay! Um... <clears throat> But I'm serious. <laughs> so um, just kind of think about that. And just think about when I'm talking to them. Am I talking to them like I would want to be talked to? Am I being treated as an individual? Are they being treated as an individual? Or is this relationship kind of gotten sloppy and kind of rare? And it gets sloppy all the time, you guys. It's fine. It's not about... It's not whether you fall. It's about how many times you get up. It's a lame sentence that everyone sees on posters all over. But it's dead fucking serious. You keep getting up. You're the winner. You keep resetting. You're the winner. If that lady never lays another hand on her daughter because she felt embarrassed about that night, she's a winner. I'll tell her. Because that's what's up. Because we're not messing this up. There's nothing more important than our precious children. Nothing. That's why we look like total shit, and that's why the only jacket I have came from fucking Costco. <laughs> okay? Because <laughs> it's it, because it's work. Because if you think you're nailing it, you ain't doing it right. Because if you think you're so smart and you got everything under control and everyone should listen to you, you're fucking it up. Because it's hard, and it takes humility, and it takes a lot of patience. A lot. And if you don't have it, you can get it artificially, girl. I don't give a fuck. Because I'm not judging you. I don't care. As long as those babies feel loved and protected and cared for. That's what's up. You're doing it. And now I'm going to go because I can barely breathe. That was so much talking. <laughs> I miss talking. And I miss you guys. And I hope now that all these little bastards are back at school. And it's not whatever the hell fall break was. What the fuck? Go to school. Hopefully I'll be able to talk some more. Um, I met a friend recently who's kind of interested in potentially being a co-host, which I'm excited about because I do feel like what this is missing is another mom um, perspective. Uh, I know that sometimes I'm not always right, so I like to um, visit all avenues. So I love you all. You guys are the best. Um, if you want to talk to me, you can email me at uneducatedhousewife at gmail.com you can buy my book on amazon called it's crow time by katrina auger um, damn it that's my maiden name <laughs> damn it damn it wow what a fun slip god it's been like years since i had that fun slip uh if anyone watches skinwalker ranch on netflix it's because auger is my maiden name and auger is a screw that goes into the, is this kind of like um, core sample screw that goes into the ground. So they said it again recently and I was like, oh yeah, that was my name. <laughs> I forgot. Anyway, so it's Crow Time by Katrina Gerke for the past 15 years. And I'm um, working on two new books. My friend Dulce is going to help me um, put one into Spanish, translate it into Spanish. She's doing a beautiful job and I can't wait to have a multilingual 
book. What? That sounds so cute. Oh. Okay, so um, again, uneducatedhousewife at gmail.com. I'm here for you. I love you. Have a good day. And remember, keep those explosions inside for a little while. Like, let's just breathe them out just like our contractions. You can zoom it. And if you're a dude and you didn't have contractions, like, it's like when you get one of those really hard poops that makes you, like, <laughs> like that. And you have to, like, breathe through it. So it's kind of similar. <laughs> love you all. Bye.